Hey everyone, welcome to Spiritual Disciplines for Families. My name is Jordan Duncan, and it's my prayer that with this podcast, that you as parents would be able to learn about some of the most tried and tested ways that followers of Jesus have, well, been following Jesus. And I pray that as you begin to put some of these disciplines into practice with your kids, that you would be trained in the way of love by coming into contact with the one who loved us first, and that you would truly taste and see that the Lord is good. Probably the first disciplines that might come to mind are reading the Bible and prayer. But we're going to get to those in the next two podcasts. First, what we're going to cover is a discipline called the daily office. But why are we starting with the daily office and not the most obvious disciplines? Well, the daily office is essentially written prayers from the Bible, kind of a Frankenstein putting together of different verses, stitching them into written prayers. And often in the daily office, there's a section for Bible reading. But is the daily office something from Scripture? If you've read Scripture, you might notice you've never come across anything called the daily office. But actually, yes, the idea of the daily office is from Scripture. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, Moses speaks to the Israelites, and as they're going into the promised land, he tells them about the commands of God and about loving God with everything that they are. And he tells them, keep the most basic, most important things about God on your own heart and teach them to your children. And he elaborates the second point, and he says to them, Talk about these things with your children when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. And he says, tie them as symbols on your hands, bind them on your foreheads, write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. King David sang about the righteous people, and he said that the righteous are those whose delight is in the law of the Lord, those who meditate on God's law day and night. And we see biblical heroes like Daniel doing this exact thing. Of course, in the life of Jesus, we saw his persistence in setting aside a regular time for prayer. And Jesus' disciples followed his example, and they led the church to do likewise, to have a tradition of daily set times for prayer. So in order to do that, the early church leaders developed collections of written prayers, and they took selections from scriptures, mostly the Psalms. They used them as their source of regular prayer. The idea behind this is that if leaders provide us with written set prayers that are to be prayed at regular set times of the day, then prayer and scripture will become what we talk about as we sit at home as we walk along the road, as we lie down, and as we wake up, because they become a regular part of our day. And just like we talked about earlier, what we need in order to shape our desires and our longings and our habits is repetitive practices. And so the daily office will shape you in your love of God, his word, his will, and his way. Now, by the 1500s, these written prayers that the early church leaders had developed were mainly just being used by clergy or in monasteries because they didn't exist in the language of the people. And so a man named Thomas Cranmer, who was the Archbishop of Canterbury, 
He wanted to develop a tool that was inspired by the monastic practice of praying scripture seven times a day. And the monks got that from Psalm chapter 119, verse 164. But the tool that Thomas Cranmer wanted to develop would not just be for Christian leaders or spiritual gurus. It would be for everyday people who could maybe only find time to pray once or twice a day. So those who are not well educated in scripture or not experienced in prayer. The daily office then is a wonderful tool that helps us in our spiritual disciplines of prayer and of participating in scripture. Now there's another Thomas, Thomas Merton a guy well-known for praying a lot and writing a lot about his experiences in prayer. He once wrote that every moment in every event in every man's life on earth plants something in his soul. Now think about that quote as applied to your children, that every moment in every event of your child's life on earth will plant something in their soul. That means that they're being taught something or they're being discipled by everything that happens to them every day. The question is, what or who is teaching them? Now, of course, you as parents are trying your best to plant good seeds in their souls, to instill the faith in them, the good news of Jesus. However, Thomas Merton writes that most of these unnumbered seeds perish and are lost because men are not prepared to receive them. That is, We as humans, and your children included, we aren't born with the good soil that's ready to receive these seeds of good news. So not only as parents do you need to learn how to plant good seeds, you also have to learn how to cultivate good soil in your child so that the seeds you do plant will grow to fruition. So how can you cultivate good soil in your child? I think Moses would suggest that Well, you talk about God, and you talk about God's love and his words. You talk about them when you sit, and when you walk, and when you lie down, and when you get up. You keep them before your eyes at all times. So remember what Augustine explained about human nature? That repetitive practices create habits, which in turn lead to second nature living. That is, what you intentionally choose to do should shape what you unintentionally do without thinking. So the beauty of the daily office is that it's written to include many important parts of conversing with God. There's a humble approach. There's expressions of faith. It teaches you confession and repentance. There's pleas for mercy, praise, and thanksgiving for grace. So you don't have to be an expert or think through all the things that you should do or say in order to teach your kids about scripture or the way of prayer. The most important and most basic ways have been provided for you there in the daily office. Your job is just to gather your kids together, set aside a time, and then recite these things, maybe teaching them to do so with the eyes of their hearts on God and leaning into the words and and trying to teach them how to say these words intentionally. But with the daily office, the idea is you let the repetition and the rhythm of it be your teacher. It's like the daily office teaches you the heartbeat of God, but as with any heart, it works best if you keep it beating in a regular rhythm. 
Now, in addition, there are things that will be taught subconsciously through the repetitive practice of praying the daily office together. First of all, it teaches your child that you are serious about following Jesus and that you also need to come to God humbly and in need of grace. Second is it brings you together as a family in a discipline of just being together and of loving each other, a place to be reconciled in peace, even if it's just for 10 minutes of your day. The third thing is that as you do it regularly, it becomes a predictable fixture to your child's day. Not only then will you and your child become conditioned in a healthy way to spend time uh, seeking God intentionally, but that piece of time every day will then begin to condition or shape the rest of your day. It leads you to seeking God intentionally with the whole of your life. So the daily office can become something like a touchstone that you come back to throughout the day when suddenly your child, or even you, need to approach God or one another in confession or repentance or thanksgiving or praise. So the daily office equips you with the rhythms and the words and the prayers for life on the go. It also gives you a place to process the day as it's beginning or as it's ending. It can kind of be like putting the chaos of our daily lives through the funnel of scripture and letting God direct and mold us into a steady stream. Now what a gift the daily office is. Now, just before we end, if you're wanting to pray the daily office and you're wondering, well, where do I find this? Lots of different traditions have their own daily office. The one that the Anglican Church in North America just came out with in 2019 is available as a free PDF online. You can find it at bcp2019 period anglicanchurch.net. It has daily offices for morning prayer, evening prayer, midday prayer, and it's got a bunch of different versions that you can use with your family. For the purpose of this podcast, though, I've also created a fairly short and concise daily office for families that we will use in the coming episodes. If you'd like to get a hold of that version, then send me an email at jordan.d at viachurch.ca. That's via viachurch.ca. I'd be happy to send you the PDF to that or any of these other materials, the written version of all these podcasts, if you'd like to read through them yourselves. Here's some verses to reflect on about the daily office. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 to 9 in the message version. Write these commandments that I have given you today on your hearts. Get them inside of you and then get them inside your children. Talk about them wherever you are, sitting at home or walking in the street. Talk about them from the time you get up in the morning to when you fall into bed at night. Tie them on your hands and foreheads as a reminder. Inscribe them on the doorposts of your homes and on your city gates. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10 in the NIV. Three times a day, Daniel got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. 
Acts chapter 2, verse 42 in the NIV. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer.